Well, hello, my friends, and good Monday morning to you. Today is February 15th. My name is Roger, and you found your way to the Barnabas Bridge. Guys, we're always just so thankful when you show up and you come back to start another week with us. Uh, we hope that you've just finished one of the best weekends you've had on record. And we just sit down together now for Monday through Friday, uh, as, as becoming our customs, and we're going to discuss the truth of God's Word. And because of that, because of His promises, and because He is faithful, we can go about our week in a much more encouraged way. This week we're going to spend our time talking about the subject of purpose. Uh, more specific, uh, what is my purpose in life? Um, what is your purpose in life? And I think that it's kind of an important subject because really over the course of a lifetime, it seems that our, our purpose is kind of a moving target because we wear so many different hats over the course of a lifetime. Uh, there's a time in our lives, all of us really, where we find our purpose with mom and dad. Uh, and then maybe later on if we have some siblings, our, our purpose is in the family unit itself. We get a little older and our purpose might be in, in our school programs or then our spouse, our kids if we're blessed, our grandkids even. Sometimes many of us find our purpose over the course of decades in, in a career. Sometimes we have a season in life when it seems because of life circumstances uh, we've lost our purpose. Sometimes we're alone and we can't imagine that we'll ever have purpose again. And so I think it is important for us then that we present these questions to ourselves and ask ourselves, what is my purpose? But I think that you probably know if you've been watching us for a little while that what we do here is our norm here in these weekday conversations isn't to just discuss something and measure it up against the world standards or even what we've created in our minds uh, in a subject such as what is my purpose. Because we go to a place that is, is constant and we go to a place that is true and we go to a place that is relevant not just in a season of our lives, but the entirety of our lives, and that is God's Word. And so we're going to do that again. And so based completely on God's Word, as it always should be, this week we're going to talk about what our purpose is according to His perfect truth in His love letter to us, the Bible. Now I'll tell you, if you're able to, we're going to read just one verse today, and it's Exodus chapter 8, verse 1. And I'll tell you how I got here. Um, Angie and I, in January, we started reading through the Bible as has become our custom. I mean, it's just a wonderful time that we spend a devotional bit in the morning, an hour or so together, and we read through the entirety of God's Word in the year. And, and if you're married folks, I'll tell you, there's just absolutely nothing more beneficial to a marriage than to join in the morning in prayer and, and Bible study. But we were reading through the Bible, and we got to this place in Exodus 8. Now, the story here is that God's people, Israel, had been in, in Egypt for 400 and some years. And God had decided it's time for His people to move elsewhere. It was time that they were no longer under the yoke of slavery of Egypt. And so He raised up a man, and you'll know the name, named Moses. Well, that's the backdrop to what has happened here. And we get to verse number 8, excuse me, chapter 8, verse number 1, excuse me, verse number 1, and this is what the word of the Lord says. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go to Pharaoh and say to him, 
This is what the Lord says. Let my people go so that they may worship me. I'll tell you, there's times when we're reading in God's Word and just the clarity and the um, scope, the comprehensive statement of just one verse that just transcends time and seasons of life and, and no matter what is going on, but it says it all. We don't even need a verse 2 here. And we were reading that morning, Angie and I, and it just says, let my people go so that they could worship me. And I thought, my goodness, isn't that really the statement of purpose for the entirety of the life of God's people? A comprehensive statement for every season of a believer's life is my purpose is to worship God. Isn't that something? With all the things that life throws at us, the different hats we wear, um, the different seasons, the, the times when we're, we don't know for sure what our purpose might be, the times where we don't think there's going to be a purpose again. Instead, God says, you have one specific purpose in life if you have been set free to worship me. It's plain, it's simple, it's never changing. In fact, it is a compass that we can set for the course of our life, for a destination that is guided by God, and you, it will continually be the calibration tool then as we go through life, as the seasons change, as our abilities and our desires, our opportunities, our environment. As all those things change, we have one destination. We have one purpose that is to worship God and each and every time things change in this life we can get them back on the path that God has intended us to be. What a wonderful thing that God does. When he gives us the purpose of an entire lifetime in just one single verse of his Bible. I'll tell you I know if you've read the Bible uh, over the course of any time, really. And you know, Jesus Christ is your Lord and your Savior. Every single thing that you read in Scripture, you can see a pathway that is pointing directly to Jesus Christ. If you know the story of, of Israel when they were in the bondage and they were about to be released, on the, there was a certain time when the, to keep their family safe, they took the blood of a perfect lamb and put it over their doorposts. And the angel of death would pass by their house. And after that, they were brought out of those houses, out of the land of Egypt, and taken to the promised land. Each and every time they got off course, God calibrated them because he had a purpose. Now, I'm not saying Israel had it right all along, but God did. And so it points directly to our lives when Jesus Christ came to earth and it was his blood, the blood of that perfect lamb that is painted over the lives of each and every one of us who have accepted him as our Lord and Savior and the, the destination of death passes us by. And each and every moment of our lives, God is calibrating us and bringing us to, to eternal life, the promised land that he is going to give to each and every one of us. That's why it says in John chapter 8, verse 36, Who the Son has set free, you 
are free indeed. What is your purpose? What is your freedom? To worship God in all your ways. Galatians chapter 5, verse 1 said, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. And so, my friends, if you have been set free today, if your purpose in life seems to be ebbing and flowing, take heart in one scripture of the Bible that sets the course for the remainder of your life that says, if you have been set free, worship me. Hmm. I hope that you come back the rest of this week because what we're going to do is kind of look at different places of the Bible where God is describing what a worshipful life of a believer might look like. And I know that a lot of us have, have kind of got into our heads uh, that worship is something we do at, at a building on Sundays. Now, gathering with our, our brothers and sisters in Christ is just an extremely important thing that is part of the Christian life of worship. But it is only a part. And as we go through this this week, I think what you're going to see is that God is asking not just for a Sunday morning, but for 24-7, 52 weeks, 365 days, over the entire course of our lifetime. We're so thankful that you're here, and we hope you come back all week long. We just pray for you guys at all times, and I hope you know that. If you want to find out anything more about us uh, here at the Barnabas Bridge, you can go to our website, thebarnabasbridge.org, and I think that'll answer all your questions, and if you have anything more you want to know, give us a call. Let's say a prayer, and, and we'll all head out into our day of worship. Heavenly Father, we thank you for uh, such concise, clear messages in your Word. Thank you, Lord, that it doesn't take a theology degree to understand what you desire for our lives and to set us on a course. You say, set my people free so that they can worship me. Lord, let it be so in, in my life, in Angie's life, and the lives of all the listeners today. Watch over us and correct us, guide us, calibrate us. And Lord, let our, let our lives be a sweet, sweet song to you. We thank you and we pray these things in the name of the famous Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Take care.